The Rise Up Woman movement is all about empowerment, encouragement, and support so that women all around the world can rise up and be whom God created us to be. Mickey is a Jesus-loving, proud mom of three boys and a choir geek. She loves music, singing, having friends over for a chat, good food and dark chocolate, essential oils, and aiming to keep herself looking and feeling young. Now, as you may recall from the last time she was on the podcast, Mickey is a survivor of domestic abuse. And if you want to find out more, be sure to listen to the Menopause Movement podcast, episode number 20, Healing from the Past with Mickey Sturgis. We bring Mickey back today to discuss domestic violence, the pandemic, and what you can do if you are in an abusive situation. During our conversation, we discuss some of the misinformation we've seen throughout this pandemic, especially around domestic abuse, how you can't trust the reporting because in times like these, due to the survival instincts, there may be less reporting, what it means to struggle in silence, and what to look for if you suspect someone you care about may be in an abusive situation. We talk about the role of God and spirituality in making decisions in our lives and so much more. Now, at the end of the episode, make sure you visit drmichellegordon.com forward slash podcasts, where you can find the show notes plus the links to the books and resources mentioned in the episode. And if you enjoy the episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you're always the first to know when each episode is released. And thanks for all the five-star reviews. Also, don't forget to review the podcast so that what happens when you review the podcast is that it gets kind of pushed up with, by... Apple. And when Apple pushes it up, more women can find it and no one should have to go through menopause alone. Now, if you have questions about the topics covered in this or any other podcast, I invite you to open a conversation with me via email at info at menopausemovement.com or on Facebook Messenger through my Facebook page at Dr. Michelle Gordon. That's D-R-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-G-O-R-D-O-N. I also want to invite you to join in our next beta group. Here at the Menopause Movement, we are always trying out new methods of teaching and the best ways to get on top of your menopause symptoms. We regularly run beta test groups where we create a learning experience valued at $2,000, but at no cost to you in exchange for feedback and testimonials. To get notified of our next beta group, simply sign up at beta.menopausemovement.com. Now let's get to the conversation with Mickey. And thanks so much for being a part of the menopause movement. I appreciate you. So Mickey, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me back. Yeah. So what's been going on since we last heard from you? Well, you know, what happened? <laughs> in you mean the world shut down? <laughs> yes, it did, didn't it? Yeah, you know yeah, what? the world did for, shut down. For those of us who've been doing the online, you know, being in online space, it's mm -hmm. no big deal, right? We've been doing this forever. <laughs> so. I, we tend to be, you know, it's really funny. I mean, we tend to be like introverted into a sense, but we really like the interaction you know, mm -hmm. getting with other people. And, and I can tell you from my most recent beta group that the energy that I've gotten just from interacting with the women mm -hmm. and helping them to see their transformations, even some of them overnight, just from one wow. aha in their head, you know, the women, women who have come through the beta, 
the beta testing have, have, you know, not only have they helped me figure out a lot of tech, which has been really fun, you know, to figure <laughs> yeah. out the tech and, and they've been really grateful, great, gracious and, and nice with me while I like play around and, and yeah. check it out. And I'll, you know, I'll go live in the Facebook group and say, okay, I'm te- checking out tech and it's really fun. And, <laughs> you know, and, but the other thing is, is just seeing, seeing their faces when they start to understand that menopause is something that, you know, we're all going to experience mm-hmm. and they start to understand some of the truths around it that, you know, you don't have to suffer through it, which is, you know, no, something that yeah. so many women think, right? And so right. it's been, and then when we start talking about, about how our minds work and they start to get mm-hmm. those ahas, they go I from, love that. Yeah, just seeing the fade, the faces change. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yep. it's addictive. It's addictive, and and I I, I never yes. really understood. I never really understood when James talked about that. So Mickey and I know each other because we're both in James Wedmore's group, and actually James is is on the podcast. I'm interviewing him this month too. No way. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, I'm so excited. That is so awesome. So James Wedmore's coming up in June. So I feel really good about about having him come on and talk about you know, life awesome. and spirituality and and how he yeah. became you know who he is. But anyway, you know, at the end of the day, what I have noticed, and and you know, in the podcast, we talk about we've you know, one of our earliest podcasts was aligning your energy with joy with Tina Van Leuven, mm. and that to me, it's like this nebulous thing. It's like how do you how do you have joy all the time? And as I've developed in my own spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. I've started to have joy. And one of the things that the women in the beta group, this is my first time running a beta and I'm going to do a bunch more. So stay tuned to the end because I'm going to show you how you can get in on the beta. Mm-hmm. But oh, she said, I, you're always, I want to be as happy as you are. You're always so happy. And yeah. that's just comes from being in alignment. So that's, that's pretty exciting. So where, where are you located? What, what town? We're in Col- I'm in Colorado. You're in Colorado. So it's early for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's seven forty AM. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really early. It's all right. So yeah, so you got your coffee and you're ready to go. Yeah, you know, I I usually don't drink coffee, but it's you know, I needed that <laughs> this morning. So I have mine with my go. Buddha cup. Here you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Donald it's Duck. Donald awesome. Duck. <laughs> yeah. So what I want, you know, last time you were on, we talked about your story, your story of abuse. And anybody right. who wants to find out more about Mickey, go back and watch our first podcast and we'll hook up that in our show notes. But, you know, you talked about the story of, of abuse and how you had, mm-hmm. you were held at a gunpoint and how that was like the turning point of your life. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now here we are in this era of COVID and, you know, we're, it's currently you know, around the middle of May, we're recording this and this will be, uh, you know, we'll probably be slowly reopening the country by the time this airs because we're about, you know, six weeks ahead now. Mm. And so the, the topic that I want to get to, and it's a heavy topic, but I want to talk about domestic abuse in the era of lockdown and what can, mm-hmm. you know, somebody like you, who's an expert, you know, what advice can you give to women who may be in that sort of a situation? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know this is interesting. I was sort of looking into this, you know, the statistics. I thought you might ask me statistics. I couldn't find too much, and the reason. Okay, so some people say suicide hotline is blowing up, domestic abuse hotline is blowing up, and yes, there are lots of calls. But one of the reason why that the reports cannot be trusted is because the people in that situation, do not call. 
they usually stay put and they suffer through it. And mm. one of the, you know, historically, when pandemics or some emergency lockdown happens, they, you know, it goes up. But mm -hmm. one, one report that I saw, it was going down. The, I, I Googled, you know. Yeah, sure. Google's my friend, right? Google's Googled, everyone's friend. <laughs> <laughs> domestic violence, you know, statistics. So I forgot what I Googled. But anyway, one of the reports that said domestic abuse, the report is going down. And I'm thinking, well, that is interesting. It's contradicting what I'm hearing. And that's because I tell you, people do not call. They do not report, or the police is taking a while to report that. So, mm. you know, the, the reality is there are a lot of people who are struggling in silence. That's just the reality. And so, just know if you are not in the situation, you are able to support those women. I would highly, highly, you, you know, recommend and high, highly suggest, you know, just watch out for those signs. Some, some of those signs, you know, the person is just totally not communicating or seems a little bit distant or, you know what I mean? So those yeah, are the so let's, that let's go ahead and go, go through the signs uh, so that we can just review the, the signs of domestic abuse and what to look for, especially, you know, since we have to be a part mm -hmm. in, in this era you know, so how can I look out for my neighbors say that I may see? And one thing I have noticed, and I live mm -hmm. in, I live in, you know, kind of a, people would call it upstate. I'm in Westchester County, which is the first county outside of New York City. Mm -hmm. But I have, you know, I've got a little bit of land and, you know, I can go running in the, and, and there's not that many yeah. cars and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen a lot more people outside with their animals and, you know, so, it was, and, and I think mm -hmm. it's mostly because people are home you know, yeah, and because people exactly. aren't going to work. Yeah. So, but if I'm watching, you know, my neighbors, if I'm being nosy and watching out the window, <laughs> what, what, you know, let's, let's talk about what specifically we can look for to maybe help them out. Yeah. If you, if you're watching and see something like unusually loud arguments, unusually, you know, you might even see abuser hitting the person mm. or, just raise, you know, it's just, you can listen to your gut, <laughs> you know, and say, Hey, this is something, something is going on there. You could say, Hey, what's going on? If you're not scared or you can call the police. The one of the things that I wish I had was because when I was living with him, we lived in a small condo. So, you know, people probably heard us arguing or something it's if it's just the argument that's a different story right but mm -hmm. if you're being belittled if they heard what he was saying it's very belittling you know you b-i-t-c-h <laughs> you you are worth nothing all these things doesn't just happen it's probably going on all the time yeah. And or something breaking if you're hearing something breaking in the house, you know, things like that. But going back to this pandemic, the lockdown time, 
if you hear something like that, or if you see a person, you feel like, yes, she might be abused, then I would highly recommend calling the police because police is working. They're working. And the shelters, domestic violence shelters, they're open. And hotlines, they're open. So want to make sure that they call or you can if you are close enough to that person then you can say hey you know if there's anything I can do you can do that another thing I would watch out for is again being distant you know you you reach out they she doesn't call you back oh, she says yeah. I can't talk or you know she might just say oh I'm fine everything's fine but I gotta go you know like try like unusually distant i would totally watch out for that because there might be you know he might be right there listening in and when when he is listening she's nervous you know sure. so, oh gosh what is what is he gonna say so he might well that's one thing up. i've noticed like like you, you know when when you're on the phone when you're when you're on the the phone with somebody like mm -hmm. an iPhone say, right? So, you know, I'm listening, yeah. listening. Yeah. I can actually hear somebody else talking. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, yeah. and so like, like if I were to call you up and say, Hey Mickey, uh, you know, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then if I said, well, you know, t tell me that, you know, yeah. can you just be more specific as you know, what's no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Well, can you talk, you know, can you talk right now? And then the answer is no. So maybe, maybe the, you know, there's questions like, are you alone or, yeah, you know, you know, can you talk right now? This is one thing that I wish I knew was if you have a friend who you suspect being abused, you might have a code say, mm -hmm. Hey, you know, if I say, can you pick up a laundry detergent? That means you. I need your help or something. You know what I mean? You might want to have the code. I've seen on Facebook, please write, you know, if you need help, please call me and say, I need to order lipstick. You know, something like that. And I think that's a great idea because sometimes we, we don't pick up. It's like, what? What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> right? Right, but right, if, you yeah. have, if you had that agreement... I think that is a great way to ask for help. Yeah. The problem is, I think more than anything else is you can have the agreement, but if you don't know, yeah, exactly. if you don't know, because, because there's such a cycle of shame when it comes to abuse. Exactly. Yeah. And we, as women, we internalize, that's how we deal with our feelings mm -hmm. and we decide that everything is our fault. And so yep. when he's, when he, or, or she, whoever the, you yes. know, whoever the abuser is, when, when we start to, usually they're like these narcissistic, you know, toxic narcissistic people. Right. Yeah. And so when they say it's all your fault, you did this, you know, you've, you've ruined my life. You've made me feel you've done, you know, all these things. Mm -hmm. Made me hit and, you. Yeah. 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 You've made me, you made me hit you. You made me take out that gun. You've made mm -hmm. me do this, you yeah. know, and, and so there's no responsibility on the part of the abuser and all of the responsibility on the part of the victim. Yeah. And we tend to bring that in. We tend oh, yeah. to really, totally. really internalize that. And so we're not yeah. going to want to share that with anyone. And it, you know, breaking the cycle of abuse is, I mean, that's a whole. Yeah. It's so it, difficult. And I don't know if now is the time, I mean, you know, I think a lot of times right now, I mean, women are just trying to survive, you know, they're mm -hmm. trying to not die. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. During the, during the lockdown. Exactly. So I said, I had shared this in Facebook live one time that what you want to do, if you're in a situation, in this situation, the last thing you want to do is we, we know this, they, those people who are abused know very well how to act. So just stay put, don't rock the boat, don't stir anything, just stay under the radar. Radar. But what I would do is to plan your escape. During, mm. This is a time to put away your important documents, like you know your driver's license, your birth certificate, your marriage license, whatever it is that's necessary, put it away. Like, you know, just hide it somewhere that you want to take, take with you. Right. you so know, you need a pictures. go bag. Yes, exactly. Yeah, get so together a little to go have, bag. Mm-hmm. So have those things stacked away, to, you know, somewhere else. If you, some people become, you know, be creative, right? Some people put, put it under the bush or, you know, wherever it is that he, she, he usually doesn't go. Or you can even give it to the neighbor. Say, hey, could you please keep this just in case? And yeah. most of the time, you, or your friend, you know, you can, you can give it to your friend and say, hey, keep this for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, trusted friend, of course. Yeah, have a plan. And, you know, people, I, I've interviewed a couple of people last couple of weeks, and most of the people who escaped they had a plan. Or even if it's just off the cuff, they just they just knew what to take. Or he, you know, he was out of the house or whatever. And one of the things that I heard from abused woman, she actually said he was trying to get rid of her. So maybe he might be doing that. If that's the case, take the chance. Just leave. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I wanted know, to go, she didn't know. Though. Yeah. She, she well, I wanted to go afterwards. back to, yeah, I wanted to go back to this whole idea of staying under the radar. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because anyone who's abused will try to do that. They'll try oh, to stay yeah. under the radar. Right. Because we try to make ourselves as small as we can so that we're not yes. noticed. The problem is, is that the abuser is always going to come after you. It doesn't matter. I mean, we, we think that we are responsible for the actions of that other person but that person it's like an addiction Mm -hmm. and so they have to get their fix right and so it doesn't matter what you do you're still gonna you know mm -hmm. and then they're gonna you know go through the whole cycle of saying i'm sorry and you know that whole abusive Mm -hmm. thing and then they're good for a little while and then they do it again right and that's that's what keeps people in yeah but if you don't have anything, any plans, and mm. you know, and something happens, then you don't know where to go. You know, you don't know. You don't have a job. All these things could still bring you back, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to have. You want first. You need to decide. Decide whether or not you want to stay in the situation, right? And once you decide, then plan. Just plan. Well, decide to leave. <laughs> if you yeah. decide to leave, then plan. You know, have a safety plan. Mm-hmm. And if you can, if something happens, of course, please call the police. I didn't call the police, not even once. 
even when he put the gun to my head, I did not call the police. I just left. Right. I plan even that time I planned. I had about two weeks and I kept quiet. I told him I'm not going to leave him. I told him I'm sorry. I just kept my cool. Even then he, he would pinch me. He, you know, it was like, okay. But that confirmed over and over, I did not want to stay there. Right. But I kept my cool because I knew I was leaving. In my case, I knew he, he was leaving for a business trip, right? So I knew that there was a time it was safe for me to leave. Mm-hmm. So I waited. I waited that two weeks. And then, you know, pandem- this uh, lockdown, we don't know when it's going to end. But if you, what if it ended next week? Are you ready? You know, that's, that's what I'm talking about. You, you want to be ready. When time comes, you want, to, you want to be ready. You have everything ready. Take the kids and go. Yeah, no, you know? I love that. I love that. You know, one of the best books I ever read about abuse mm-hmm. um, was, is, it's a book called Educated by Tara Westover. She wasn't in an abusive relationship with a spouse, but she was in an abusive relationship with her family. Mm, and yes. she she goes through the whole story, you know, especially one of her brothers was an abuser and and it was bad. I mean, it was really bad. And it was misogyny. I mean, and and she's such a fantastic writer. And she grew up in the, the Idaho, you know, Ruby Ridge area. If you remember Ruby Ridge back when those people had their little lockdown with mm, <laughs> just okay. before David Koresh, right? So so it was during that era and and they were like survivalists and it's just it's a really beautiful story of it's a coming of age story on top of a story of self-preservation and self-efficacy really really Mm -hmm. she she started to have self-efficacy and you know she Mm -hmm. talks about going through a breakdown and all of the things and it was just it just a fascinating fascinating story and and really really Mm -hmm. well written yeah and the, the problem well, I just yeah. wanted to say before we before we move on is that remember when we have when we're in an abusive relationship, you know, we have no sense of our own worth. Mm-hmm. And right. the decision to leave something that's abusive starts with believing that we can actually do it. And everything that we, you know, remember that whatever mm-hmm. the mind of a human can believe it can achieve. Yep. And so we have yes. to start with the belief that in, in, you know, going back to self-efficacy, which is like the belief that you can do something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everything starts with a thought and then it's a decision. Man, I'll tell you what, a goal without any action is just a dream. Mm-hmm. I say this over and over and over. And so if your goal is that you want to lose a hundred pounds, but all you do is think about it and you continue to eat ice cream five times a day, <laughs> going to be it's going to be really hard to lose those it 100 is. pounds yeah. right if you don't yep. if you don't go out for a walk at the same time though you know if you're stuck in this abusive relationship and you really want to leave and all you do is think about leaving until you take action make your go bag set a date that you're going to go you know find a safety yep. window to get out mm-hmm. you're you're going to stay in that abusive relationship because you know a goal without any action is just a dream so it's a matter of taking action yeah and finding out that you are worth it. You are worth it. You are good enough and you are smart enough and you can actually go and and create your own life just like Mickey did. 
Yes, actually, that's so true. But before we move on, I wanted to mention, you know, you mentioned about family member abusing. So it could mm-hmm. happen. So the abuser may be doing, you know, family abuser could be family member. Yeah. And, you know, when children are involved, oh my goodness, I my heart breaks. You know, children are so vulnerable, right? So that could happen. Another thing is pets. You know, we don't think about it, but the abusers who abuse human, they tend to abuse pets as well, or they use pets to get to you. Yeah, like a you football. Know? So we have to, maybe we can watch for that too, you know, yeah, as, as outsider. But anyway, yeah, talking about worth, yes, and thoughts that come into us. And if you keep repeating it, that becomes automatic. And that's what happens when you stay, the longer you stay in that situation, the more it's ingrained in your brain. So it becomes Mm -hmm. automatic. And that's what happens. It basically rewires your brain to your detriment. And that's Mm -hmm. what happened to me. And I didn't realize that. You know, I thought I'm, I'm strong. I, I was, I have been told many times you are like the strongest woman I've, you know, and I don't of course think that I'm like, no, 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 you, I'm like really weak and I'm, I have no willpower, that type of thing. But that's what I was telling myself. But if you do that, if you tell yourself that, then it becomes automatic and then you don't even think about it and then say, okay, well, I can't do it that becomes automatic. Yeah. So yeah, we talk, we talk about automatic negative thoughts and how, mm-hmm. you know, what happens as we're programmed, we grow up as children, we, we start to internalize the negatives. We start to, and, and for some reason, as humans, we tend to really pull on those negatives and identify with the negatives. Even if we hear positive things, the negatives are what really affect us. Mm-hmm. And so when we're in an, a situation where we keep hearing the same thing over and over and over again, that can take us to a point where we're just, you know, we, we start to believe it. Oh but, yeah. But it's the safe. good news is, is that we can be. change our, we can change our thoughts. Yes. It it and rewire, rewire our brains. Yeah. We mm-hmm. can rewire our brains and we can change our thoughts and that just requires effort. And, the, and again, yes. it goes, all goes back to self-efficacy, whether you can believe you can do it, whether you believe you can live without that person, whether you believe that you can go and do your own thing. And that yeah. takes time. It does. And, you know, we sometimes make mistakes by thinking, I love him. I can change him. Nobody can change nobody but yourself, uh, right? You can't yeah. control the other person. So... Take that fantasy out. I, I used to say, oh, I've been, I was sent by God to, to change him, to be with him. And, and I couldn't imagine him with somebody else. You know, it's like, well, this somebody is going to take what I've done. You know, that's what I was thinking, right? This skewed thinking to the extreme. But that's what I was thinking. So, well, God, you know, God put me here. And I need to be with him and be with him through thick and thin, you know, but mm -mm. you need to take care of yourself. Your children need you. You know, that was, I think for many women, children are like the reason, okay, I need to take care of myself for him or for, for my children. 
And that's what happened to me. I, I didn't want my child to grow up in that, you know, abusive situation and learn that was okay. That was not mm-hmm. okay. You know? Yeah. 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 I, I agree with that. But then, you know, I think also that, that especially in America, because we were raised with, you know, like there's this really weird religious undertone in American mm-hmm. society that comes from fundamentalism of the people who came over from Europe and the patriarchy, which I almost, I talk about almost every single podcast because we are women, you know, trying to find our voice in a sea of men. And so that can be difficult. And then on top of that, if you're a woman who is inside of a relationship that is abusive, trying to find your voice can be really hard. Oh, yeah. But then when you add the religious persecution almost Mm. of women and say that, you know, when you marry somebody, it's it's, it's a lifetime commitment Mm -hmm. and you can't ever leave and it's your fault if you leave and, you know, so, you know, it's, it's yeah, you know, for better so or for worse. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's almost like we want to give people permission to say, you know, what vow, uh, you know, are you breaking if, if you're getting having broken bones? What <laughs> vow are you breaking by protecting yourself if, if your spouse is breaking your bones or your girlfriend, mm-hmm. boyfriend is breaking your yeah. bones or, or, you know, causing you harm? Because, you know, we do have like an underlying, you know, contract that we're not going to harm each other. We're supposed oh, yeah. to love each other. And when somebody, exactly. that, and so your whole view of love just really switches, right? Mm-hmm. Because you don't, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, well, he's supposed to love me. Is this what love is? Exactly. Like, I don't, yeah. I mean, so it's, I can't imagine. I mean, how did you actually rewire your whole view of love? You know, I actually never, I think I was lucky. I, I'm not sure if it's, it's a, that's the word I use, but I never, actually lost the hope and love i grew up in japanese culture you know i was in traditional and my value actually backfired like you said nailed on the head i thought okay i married especially without the blessing of my parents i was like oh. <laughs> yeah it was yeah. it was bad <laughs> so I said, you know, I have to stick with it, right? It was my value. I kept that value in high top priority. But my therapist, you know, said, you know, I think your value just backfiring on you because that value is good in the normal circumstances, not in this case. And I had to really do a soul search on that that does God want me to suffer like this? And the answer was no. You know, yeah, it Mm -hmm. does say the Bible says divorce, you know, God hates divorce, but God hates more is that you are suffering, struggling and being abused. He hates that. And, you know, I know, you know, I'm a Christian, so I do believe in the Bible and I do, you know, read those verses. Sometimes that contradicts you know, but overall, God is love, and God does not want you to suffer. And that's, uh, that's, you know, I just don't want people to miss that. Sure. I mean, I agree with you there. And I and and one of the things that I think really got skewed over the last couple thousand years since the the Mm -hmm. death of Christ, is that we are the children of God. Yes, we are the children of God. 
as the as a child of God, the kingdom of God is our birthright. We don't need to go through anybody to get to that. The mm-hmm. kingdom of God is our birthright. And that's what Christ preached. That's mm-hmm. what Christ preached. He said, you know, the kingdom of God is within you. Yeah. yeah. Right. And all you have to do is find it. Mm-hmm. But there is no special way to find the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is right there for anybody. It's all available. To- yeah. God is right there. All you have to do is turn your head. You just have to mm-hmm. turn your head and see God. And, yeah. and God will, God will shower you with abundance yes you are so absolutely right you know it but he god gives us choice so sometimes we just look away you know that's what we do and you know just if you just trust that trust that god is love and he will provide the way mm-hmm. he will but that doesn't mean that you can't you can you can just say hey here i am you know without doing anything you have to plan like I said, safety yeah. plan, and you have to do your part to really try, you know, try seek a way to rewire your brain. I actually, I didn't say this, but I loved, I've always loved personal development. Sure. I would always like listen to, you know, listen to audiobooks or I would read when audiobooks wasn't available. I, I grew up in that era. So yeah. I would read book and I books and I just love that. The cassette tapes. <laughs> That's what I had in my car. My car, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> you know, Before CDs. So- Exactly. So that's what I did. And I think that really helped. I didn't not look down. But I did have times when I just wallowed in in this darkness, you know, it's like, oh, poor me, poor me. And that victim mentality kept me in the darkness for a while. And sometimes comes out even now, you know, sometimes my boys say, Mom, you're not victim. And I was like, what? What did I say to make you say that? You know. But yeah. sometimes, like I said, it's an automatic thing, and I had to rewire. And I'm working really hard to rewire my brain. Yeah. And so that's I mean, why I think. I got, I think yeah. No, we, like, we can yeah. we can we can rewire our brains, but we have to have conscious thought, and that requires oh, mindfulness. Totally. Yep. Requires us to try to be in the present moment and be mm-hmm. mindful. Remember, God. God is here for you. God yeah. is going to, you know, is going to answer your prayers or you're going to be able to attract whatever you want, but mm-hmm. you can't yeah. expect that you're, that, that no action is going to get you. So if you just pray, 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 and you don't take any action, then not a yeah. whole lot's going to happen. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it really, it really is a matter of rewiring our brains, changing our thinking, moving on to see possibility where yeah. we've seen lack in the past. And, and that's, you know, I have to say that that's one of the big focuses of my program, you yeah. know, and yeah. that's what we start. That's what we start in the beta program that, that we have running probably, you know, every few weeks now. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the reason actually, like I said, I was a like personal development, you know, almost like fan, this uh, fanatic fan, I was reading all these books, yet something was stuck with me. That's why I started a neuro coaching program. And that's what I do too. You know, I got certified for neuro coaching and that's when an aha moment came. I was like, whoa, my 
rewired brain has to be rewired again, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise you can push through to a certain point. You can do affirmations, you can do all these things, you know, vision board. But if your brain says, uh-uh, you're not going anywhere, you just keep, you know, you have to stay here, then you will not, you know, you will not move after that you hit the ceiling and that's where i was and right man those ants are pretty strong when you you know when you are not aware so it's very important you know your program my program i think will help you to really get to the bottom of it you know just get to the core it's like yeah. you know those pimple you have to like squeeze <laughs> Squeeze yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta push out all those ag- um, automatic negative thoughts. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, if and if you're a woman who is, you know, really looking to make a change in your life mm-hmm. when it comes to the type of relationship you're in, the type of people you're attracting, then you know, hanging out with Mickey is going to be mm-hmm. the right fit for you. That's going to be something that that would be very helpful. So, where can people find you? Facebook is where I hang out. I don't care what people say. If it's an old person, <laughs> what is it? Old people's platform, I don't care. It, yeah. I, I'm on Facebook and I do have a group in Facebook. It's called Rise Up Women Movement Group. So if uh, anybody who wants to... So rise Up sub- Women or Rise Up Woman? Rise Up Women. Women, okay. Yeah, women. Rise Up Women. That's Good. what it means. And, and I do have a Instagram. So those two are the, the main ones that I hang out. And you can always look up on Facebook. Great. And okay, I do so, have... So do you have a Mickey Sturgis page on Facebook? Or is it the Rise Up Woman page? Yes, I do have a page. I do have a Mickey Sturgis page and okay. Rise Up Woman movement. But I mainly hang out in Mickey Sturgis. Mm-hmm. How can they get you know, onto a list so that you can tell them when you have the next one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will give you the link for that. Okay. Yeah. So put that, put that in the, you know, when in the survey or Mm -hmm. or just, or just email it to Amanda or something and we'll we'll get that. Yeah. And I do um, have a website, mikisturgis.com. Okay. I have to update it. Can they opt in there? Can they opt in there? Yes. All right. So if you want to, if you want to find out when Mickey's having her next self-love challenge, then you want to go to her website, uh, mickeysturgis.com and get on her mailing list. I have to make sure you allow emails from her or else... Yeah, <laughs> you know, or else you're not going to get them. So, so Mickey, thanks so much for being a part of the menopause movement today. It's been really great talking to you, and yes, thank you. I'm, I'm excited about what's coming up for you. It's it's really great, and I think that you know this helping women rewire their brains after being in such a traumatic experience is, mm-hmm. is so so you know needed. So yeah, that's, so that's necessary. A, thanks for doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Now, if you have questions about the topics covered in this or any other podcast, I invite you to open a conversation with me via email at info at menopausemovement.com or on Facebook Messenger through my Facebook page at Dr. Michelle Gordon. That's D-R-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-G-O-R-D-O-N. I also want to invite you to join in our next beta group. Here at the Menopause Movement, we are always trying out new methods of teaching and the best ways to get on top of your menopause symptoms. We regularly run beta test groups where we create a learning experience valued at $2,000, but at no cost to you in exchange for feedback and testimonials. To get notified of our next beta group, 
simply sign up at beta.menopausemovement.com. And thanks so much for being a part of the menopause movement. I appreciate you. Thank you.